This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. Welcome to Crop Watch for McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism, uh, Vintage 2024. We are recording today. It is on. Jen, help me out. What the date is? Eleventh. Is Eleventh uh, October. Of October. So you'll be listening to this. Uh, yeah, uh, probably a couple of days time when it'll go out to the public. Um, it is a hot northerly wind today. Is about thirty degrees forecast. Uh, I was watching some videos earlier uh, of the of um similar time of year last season i was wearing a puffer jacket there was water everywhere all the vines were wet um i was standing in front of Phomopsis. Uh, i was showing the viewers i was showing them a hundred spots of downy mildew uh whereas this year uh yeah can't really find too much other than a bit of powdery so i've been scouting for three days this week you've been three days uh what's today tuesday two days no it's wednesday oh is it <laughs> this is my third day <laughs> yeah good so i don't know so if you're checking 10 a day you've probably been to 30 vineyards yeah um so there's not much happening um which is what the textbook says the textbook says when you get these warm seasons with low humidity north winds a lot of sunlight they tell us hey low fungal disease pressure and it seems like that is playing out exactly like predicted now ha- we're actually in a vin- we're in the mclaren vale crop watch site um which has got the bioscout weather station in it and i've just shown you that um do you want to describe what it is uh yeah so it's uh looks like it's solar operated is that correct yep uh, it's got a little um, wind vane at the top and just a basically a box on a podium that is moving with the wind. So it's just facing the direction of the wind. Uh, it's got a little sort of spout sticking off that sort of has a, a vacuum on it that is just um, taking in air and picking up any any spores that happen to be nearby in the air. Yeah, and it's got a camera, microscope camera in it. You can probably even hear how windy it is on this podcast. There's a big north wind. Mm. Um, so it's got a microscope camera. It's picking up all of the um, picking up all of the spores. Uh, apparently, computer AI can work out what those spores are, mm. and then a, then a lab technician periodically checks it to make sure the machine's um, accurate. And you, and I can see when the, the lab technician's checking it. They, they don't check it every day, but they're checking it periodically to say, yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the counts are accurate. So the last, um, the last three days have had zero readings. So zero powdery mildew in the air, zero botrytis and zero downy mildew. So no disease spores in the air in this vineyard. So, so it's not even low pressure, it's no pressure, it's nil, it's nothing. Mm. So, so for people listening, James, how far would you be confident that that, you know, those levels represent? Like how far are we talking right. reach? I, I wouldn't be confident if it was just the machine doing it, but we've got humans checking. So people are going through and checking, uh, basically this vineyard, there's lots of tagged disease spots. So spots where there was disease last year, 
at this growth stage that we could visually see. And we're going back and checking all those again, there's absolutely nothing here. Mm. So if you put the two of them together, I can tell you that certainly for this vineyard, I believe the machine. Mm-hmm. Now, would it, is it is it going to be reading from four or five kilometres away? Probably not. But I'll tell you what the interesting thing is, I think it can read from a bit of distance mm-hmm. um, because we've been getting downy mildew spores on, in it. So if you go back last week, there, there was a little bit of downy recorded. Yeah, um, interesting. Now, that's telling me that while we haven't had 10, 10, 24 downy mildew conditions, there's a little bit of downy somewhere. Um, I've actually seen it on social media. Someone showed me a... Mm. You've probably seen the video as well. Yeah, it's yeah. just a water shoot under a dripper and boom. Yeah, <laughs> water shoot under a dripper and it had a little bit of downy on it. So... It uh, just tells me there's there's the odd little weird pocket of disease around, even though it's been so dry. Um, mm. you, you find these little freak occurrences around the place. Mm-hmm. So, so going in like through the season, do you think you're going to? Are you going to let BioScout sort of influence your decisions, your decision making, or are you just sort sort of very in the trial? No, nah, I, I, I trust it. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm like the, the the two things together. If it, there wasn't, if it wasn't getting human. If it, was ju- if it was just this data, I'd go, oh, got to be careful. Mm-hmm. But it's just a whole other level of certainty you can mm-hmm. be. You can be like, well, if all these hotspots that were disease- like, that showed disease last year, if we're checking them going, there's nothing there, mm. um, and you're getting no readings, like zero readings on the machine, that tells you that for the last three days, uh, you wouldn't have had any disease spread. Um, so it's really reassuring and that that means that you can space your sprays out and that's what we'll do here we'll just see how far we can spread the sprays out Mm -hmm. so i guess the the growth stage we're at would you still be advising growers to stick to 14 day programs just with the rapid growth and this is this is very general advice (laughs) i would say if you weren't getting your vineyard scouted yeah you'd you'd stick at that if you're getting it scouted well part of the benefit of of um, yeah, checking what's happening on your property is to try and sp- spread sprays out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm sure this wind will come through on this recording. It's just a hot northerly wind. There's yeah. nothing happening today. Yeah. You can feel it in the air. It's just dry yeah, air. Dry. Yeah. Um, and the the next crop watch will get issued. That'll show the the graphs of these of the spore readings. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, people are going to see that uh, the only time, it was literally one day when the spore loading was moderate, which was the day we had the thun- that thunderstorm, mm-hmm. the aftermath of that. Yeah. Because again, the textbook tells you humid, warm weather. Yeah, actually, that you should see, you a should spot. see some spot. Yeah. Spot. So yeah, I'd be really curious to see if, if every time we get a thunderstorm, if we get a little spike, and then we get getting the very low levels in between. Yep. You can't be complacent. Um, you can't just say, oh, no, there's no going to be no disease this year just because the forecast is hot. Because mm. it could change. Um, yep. Yeah. You always, you always, yeah, always, it's always about your coverage as well, you know, if you've had well, like, yeah. spray shoes. If you or, were spraying yeah. today, for example, and it's so windy, yeah. um, and then we did have a big thunderstorm next week, yeah, yeah you probably wouldn't have How much spray coverage. How effective was your coverage? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, in your three days of scouting, um, have you compared the growth stages? Uh, yeah, they are advanced on last year. 
Um, I was looking back at when I was taking tissue tests this time last year and um, I've already started taking tissue tests in that sort of Aldinga, Wollonga area um, and the same time last year we were probably two weeks later taking the, the same tissues so we're sort of aiming around seven to ten leaf so yeah we're already at that stage so yeah it's def- definitely early. Yeah it's been running like winter was the second warmest recorded mm-hmm. by Adelaide uh, Kent Town, Adelaide, um, and then we've been running really about two degrees warmer daytime maximum, not not as warm overnight. Um, so you, you're only getting like a cup, like half a degree warmer overnight as a, as a you know over taken over the whole month. But yes, yeah, enough to really push the vines on. Yeah, look, I wouldn't be surprised. You could almost plan for this that. That vineyards will pick three weeks calendar early than what they did last year. Yep. I'd almost, I'd have a bet on it publicly. I'll tell you, you're going to pick three weeks early. Yep. I've seen a bit of um, like flowering starting in um, Chardonnay and Wollonga. Yeah, so some of those blocks that popped early. Pretty yeah. early. Yep. Yeah. You so can't you can't judge those because they go too early. Yeah. They, they shouldn't shouldn't have bud burst like you know as early as they as did. early as they did. Yeah. But they, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Here we're this site here. We're definitely ten days ahead. Yes. Definitely ten days ahead. Yeah. Because I was watching watching the photos and the videos just before we sat down and recorded, and and you could see that uh, stuff that was filmed on the twenty third of October, which is twelve days ahead, was the same growth stage as, yes. as it is yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. I think um, James and I were talking yesterday and just saying how different you know last year is to this year and how you never really see a shift that quickly it's usually like a a tapering into a a warm year rather than just going from like you know so much so much spring rain into like absolutely nothing so that's been an interesting um transition and hard to um i feel like everyone's still playing catch up because it's kind of caught people off guard a little bit so my, my first vintage is the year 2000 yeah and i hadn't i haven't seen it gone from being completely wet to completely dry in one season yeah right. usually it does taper yeah, yeah. so that's spanning two decades yeah. that's so, the first in two decades yeah. so 20 yeah. so 2011 to 2012 um to 2013 to 2014 by about 2014 it was completely yeah. a dry season again mm-hmm. but uh there was there was a transition um yeah and then before that it was wet um in the early 2000s yeah, we did have we did have a run of wet weather then, um, but some of the classic McLaren Vale vintages like two thousand and four were like the transition, like it wasn't wasn't wet, it wasn't mm. wasn't um, sort of hot and dry. It was an intermediate, yeah. which turned into oh six, oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, which were the hot ones. Mm. Yeah, which we've just literally gone from being early two thousands to two thousand and nine in one mm. season. Yes. That's the that's the that's the biggest change. You, uh, irrigate people are going to be irrigating very soon. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to worry about uh, fire safety on the actual property, making sure you're not getting any contractors or visitors accidentally set fires because um, a hot exhaust off of a, off of a vehicle when there's tall grass. Um, yeah, a slasher it, on a slasher rock. Slasher on a rock. Yeah. 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 
yeah, it's probably a good time to remind people to, you know, make sure you have a plan in place, a fire plan, and uh, make sure you've got some firefighting equipment if you need it, and consider that. It's got that feeling to it. it does, that we'll just that dryness, yeah. yeah. Um, probably the last thing I'll note is um, this crop watch uh, McLaren Vale vineyard was one that uh, for about two seasons we walked past Phomopsis. There was Phomopsis here and no one visually recognised that that's what it was because a low level of Phomopsis can look like a little bit of hail or, or a little bit of her herbicide spotlight um, contact herbicide overspray mm. and uh, I had to go back to the tagged vines from last season to even work out if there was any Phomopsis here and it was only because I tagged it last year that it, I could ID it again. Again, yeah. it's just gone back to looking like absolutely not a fungus. Yeah. Yeah. And insignificant. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I'm embarrassed. I wouldn't even like take a photo of it and tell people here, this is Phomopsis. <laughs> yeah. I only know it is because I've got the tag. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, tells me that downy mildew, powdery mildew, phomopsis, uh, botrytis, you can go from being a wet season to a dry season and like that. Like that. Yeah. And all of a sudden you don't get the problems. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll update again a little bit later in the month. Uh, we expect to have some flowering in about definitely within two weeks to say we, you've already seen some in some, in some Chardonnay. Yeah. So I think by the next time we record, we'll be right in the middle of the middle of flowering and racing through the season. Yep. We'll catch you soon. Cool. See ya. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region.